Welcome back, people. We have the next part of After College to read to you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for this script reading. I'm your host, Adam Albari, and this is my screenplay called After College. We're resuming now at scene 28 on interior uptown home day. Kelly walks Adam into the large foyer. Kelly, shit, what happened? Why are you dressed up? Adam, I was going to look for a job later, but Mark bugged out on me. Kelly, for real? Adam, yeah, Beverly got mad at him. Then he turned around and blamed me for it. Kelly, sucks, dude. Kelly walks through the hallway and Adam follows. On the wall, there are photos of Kelly's family, Deep South Plantation Gentry. They then enter interior, large kitchen slash dining area, day. There's an array of empty beer cans, dirty bongs and whippet containers covering the long oak table that was clearly meant to serve a large family. Adam and Kelly clear out some space at the corner of the long table and sit down. Adam, how have you been? Kelly, still house-sitting, chilling. I'm thinking about getting a dog. Adam, that'd be cool. Hey, do you have any coke? Kelly, duh. Kelly pulls a gram out of her bra. Adam begins clapping with amusement. Adam, I'll owe you one. Kelly, rolls eyes. Sure, man. Adam, do you think I could uh, crash here for a while? Kelly, thinks for a second. No. Adam, shit. Kelly, what about Ralph or Annie? Adam, I could spend a few nights here and there with Ralph. Kelly, cutting up line. Kelly's cutting up a line for herself. Kelly, see? Problem solved. She does the line. She snorts a bit, then cuts Adam one. Adam leans down and does his. He's snorting, and then... Adam, hey, wait, did you say Annie? Kelly, yeah, she's back in town. Adam, like Annie Annie? Kelly, snorting, yeah, like, like Annie Annie. Adam, she didn't hit me up. Kelly, she's a world-touring DJ now. She doesn't have time to hit you up. Adam, you think I should hit her up? Kelly slams another line. Kelly's rubbing her nostril, saying, Depends. What are you going to tell her? Adam, what do you mean? Kelly, like about what you've been doing for the past three months. Adam, oh, I, I just lie about that. Kelly, oh, then definitely hit her up. Adam does another line. We cut to... Interior, Uptown Bistro, Establishing, Dusk. Ron Marcus, he's sipping in ice water and looking at a menu. Beverly's, Beverly's watching him, pleased. Beverly, isn't this nice? You had a productive day, now we're celebrating with a good dinner. Mark looks up, of course, babe, thanks for taking me out. Beverly, I know you did the right thing, and I know it's hard for having to kick him out. Mark. I thought we weren't going to talk about this. Beverly, if it's going to make you all upset, we have to. Mark, look, Adam's my best friend, but I'm not sad I had to kick him out. I'm sad we had to end up like this, that's all. Beverly, he didn't want to better himself, but you do. Maybe one day he'll change, who knows. Mark, I just wish he could get his shit together. Beverly, I know, baby, but it's not your job to help him. We have to think about each other. She reaches across the table to hold Mark's hand. He holds hers and the two share a moment of comfort. Beverly, also, you're not going to order the chicken Alfredo again. You've gotten it too many times. 
She's still holding Mark's hand and smiling. Mark smiles back weakly. Sure thing, babe. Interior. Beverly's bungalow. Night. Beverly and Mark open the door to their home. Cats scurry around in the dark. Mark pops on the lights. Beverly, I'm getting a shower. Mark, walking behind her, looks to see Adam's old bed couch. He notices all the blankets are folded up neatly, and the pillow resting on top of all the folded linen is puffed to perfection. Beverly stops walking, noticing the cleaned up living room. Beverly, look at that. The only time he cleans up after himself is when he leaves. Beverly, laughing, keeps walking out towards the bedroom. Mark looks at the tidy room and lets out a sigh of sadness. We cut to interior Kelly's home, bathroom, night. Adam's splashing water on his face in Kelly's fancy bathroom. He looks in the mirror. Interior, dining room, night. Still in the dining room, Kelly's now smoking a blunt. She's looking at pictures of dogs on her MacBook. Empty Coke bindles are littered around her. Kelly, to herself, looking at dog pics. None of you are ugly enough. Adam walks out of the living out of the nearby bedroom. Kelly turns to him. Kelly, hey, I changed my mind. You can stay the night, but just tonight. Adam, thanks. Can I get some pussy while we're at it? Kelly, nope. Separate rooms. She passes him the blunt. Adam shakes his head in disappointment as he smokes it. Adam's blowing out the smoke. You used to be fun. Kelly, I know. Adam, so where's Annie staying? Kelly, laughing. Wow, and he moves on just like that. Adam, I mean, you know where she is, right? Kelly, dude, I don't know. Probably somewhere downtown. You have her American number. Just call her. Adam, I'll do it tomorrow. It's too late now. Kelly, you should ask her out for lunch or something. She'd actually like that. Adam, do you know if she's with anyone? Kelly, I don't. Jesus, what am I, her biographer? Adam, if I see her tomorrow, I can't look like I've been up all night doing drugs and drinking. Kelly, you think she'll care? I mean, she doesn't know you. Adam, yeah, but I don't want her to know I'm still like that, you know? Kelly smiles and gets up. I see your problem. Come with me. Kelly gets up and motions for Adam to follow her. Interior, basement, staircase, dead of night. Adam, where are we going? Kelly, down. Adam, how is this possible? Isn't it too shallow to have basements in New Orleans? Kelly, that's just what we tell you out-of-towners. Adam, getting uncomfortable. This doesn't lead to, like, some clan rally or something. Kelly, not this tunnel. They arrive at a bolted door much like the style of a space station airlock. Adam, what the hell? Kelly, just since we're friends. She opens up the hatch door and they step into interior five-star spa slash rehab, continuous. They walk into what looks like an underground spa and holistic medicine clinic. There's a team of Filipino ladies preparing thermal baths and laying down massage mats on tables. Kelly, my mom had this place. Pretty nice, huh? Adam, what don't you have? Kelly, I could think of some things. Adam, you pay these people? Of course. We even provide health care, and we keep their passports safe so nobody can steal them. We're great to these people. One of the Filipino ladies comes up to Adam and hands him a hot towel. Kelly, pointing to towel. That's for your oily face. Adam, thanks. Adam cleans his face with the towel. So, Kelly says to him, spend the night down here, get a massage, relax, and tomorrow you'll be as good as new to meet Annie. 
Adam, holy shit, Kelly, thanks. Kelly, no problem. Just remember, you owe me one. Adam, of course. Fuck. Adam begins walking towards the Filipino ladies, one of whom takes him by the hand and walks him towards a massage table. Ron Kelly as she's smirking, taking one last look before walking out. Exterior, coffee house, next day, establishing. Adam, looking well-rested and still in his dress clothes, walks towards a coffee shop in the bywater. His surroundings are blighted industrial blocks that are covered into trendy, excuse me, that are converted into trendy hipster businesses. The coffee house seems to be a beehive of activity, and Adam struggles to get through a forming crowd to continue searching for someone. Exterior, coffee house, patio, day. Adam spots Allie, 22, freckled brunette with her hair tied in a top knot. She's jumped straight out of an Urban Outfitters catalog. She's sitting at a seat for two. As he walks up, she spots him. Annie, waving. Adam. Adam, hey. Adam walks over. Annie stands up and the two share a deep hug. Adam sits down across from Annie. Annie, look at you. I can't believe it's been two years. You look great. Adam, you look lovely. How's tour life? Annie, oh my god, it's a nightmare. I needed a break. Plus, not seeing anyone for so long has been brutal. Adam, I bet. But you didn't miss much here. Graduation was just a shit show. Annie, I can't imagine. When I dropped out of school, my parents were only mad because they wouldn't get to take pictures of me with my diploma for my grandma. That's literally the only reason. But shit, fuck my life. What are you into? You look like a lawyer. Adam, laughing. Oh, stop. Annie, no, seriously. I literally didn't recognize you for a second with that outfit. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a collared shirt. Adam, my Hawaiian shirts have a collar. Annie, yeah, that's not what I meant. Adam smiles. I know. I work at uh, Tulane. It's part-time. Annie, working at Tulane? Like in the admin building? Adam, no, I edit papers and stuff for money, so it's remote. Annie, then why are you wearing a dress shirt? Adam, what, I can't dress well at home? Annie rolls her eyes. A waiter comes to them with coffee and puts two cups on their table. Annie, looking over his shoulder, remember that time sophomore year when Mark threw up in this place? Adam starts laughing. Hell yeah, it was right over there. Adam turns around to where she's pointing and, and where she's looking and points to where an elderly couple is now sitting quietly enjoying their coffee. Annie turns around and starts laughing. Annie, he threw up all over those seats. How is that guy, by the way? Adam, he's with Beverly. Annie, still? I'm surprised she hasn't killed him yet. Annie, no, Adam, no, she's working on it. Annie laughs. Adam doesn't at first, but then manages a fake chuckle. Annie, are you two still close? Adam, yeah, sure. We see each other when we can. Annie, look at you, Mr. Adult. Adam, hey, it's not easy. Uh, it's really not what it looks like. I'm just trying to keep it together. Adam takes a sip of coffee. Annie smiles at him. Annie, are you too adult to smoke a blunt with me at the park after this? Adam, oh, hell no. Annie, laughing. Okay, good, because I was worried. Exterior, Audubon Park, midday, establishing. Joggers and bikers pass by Adam and Annie as they walk down a paved path in the lush uptown park. There's a fountain with benches nearby, and Annie's got a blunt, uh, blunt behind her here, the length of a pencil.
exterior, Audubon Park, fountain benches, midday. Adam sits down next to Annie, and Annie lights the blunt. Annie hits a blunt. God bless America. Adam laughs. Annie, so what about Ralph? What's he been up to? Adam, works in energy, same as his whole frat. Annie, good for him. Does he still wear those salmon-colored short shorts? Adam, why do you think he did so well with his frat? The two laugh together. Annie, so I'm actually happy you hit me up because I wanted to ask you a favor. Adam sits up a little bit on the bench. Adam, a favor? Sure. What? Annie, do you remember before I left school when you made that music video for Carl Steinheimer and his band? Adam, oh yeah, that video. It was called I Fucked Hitler. Yeah, that was a good one. Annie, yeah, everyone loved it. I loved it. I was thinking. Annie passes Adam the blunt. Adam takes a hit. What's up? Annie, so my label gave me a crew and a budget to shoot a live music video for the DJ set I'm doing here in New Orleans in a couple weeks. I still need a director. I know you haven't done it since school, but do you think you could help me? Adam pauses for a moment, awestruck. Adam, Annie, I'd love to help you direct your video. Annie, holy shit, really? I totally thought you were going to say no. There's money in it and everything. Adam, money? Come on, Annie. I just want to help. No, seriously, it's fine. It's the label's money, not mine. They pay you like 3000 bucks. Adam, holy shit. Annie, I know. My show's at Dragon's Den last Friday of the month. I'll have a camera and light crew already there. I just want that vision of yours. Adam, fuck yeah, let's do it. Annie reaches over and hugs Adam tightly. Annie, it's so good to be back here with you. Adam hugs her back. Adam, you too, Annie. Exterior, luxury condo, midday. Adam picks up a small rock on the ground and tosses it at the second floor window. The rock lightly taps it. The window opens up. Ralph, yo, what's up? Adam, my phone's dead. Mark kicked me out. Also, I need a change of clothes. Ralph, fuck. Ralph closes the window again. There's a couple moments of silence. Then Ralph appears at his front door. Ralph, get in here. Adam walks in. Interior, Ralph's room, midday. Ralph's handing Adam a towel and some folded up clothes. Ralph, here, man. Adam, thanks. Ralph, so how long do you need to stay here? Adam, actually, probably only a few weeks. Ralph, seriously? Adam, yeah, dude. You won't believe what Annie offered me today. She wants me to direct her music video for three grand. Ralph, holy fuck, wait, she's back in town? Adam, yeah, she just came in. Ralph, well, fuck, dude. Take a shower and let's celebrate. Adam nods and walks to the bathroom. Interior. Beverly's bungalow. Dusk. Mark and Beverly sit on the couch looking at their phones. Beverly turns to Mark. Beverly, hey, Ty Ty's at the door if you want to open it. Mark, why is he here? Beverly, he's selling me Molly. We have that festival we're going to next month, remember? Mark, oh yeah. Beverly, go get him. He's waiting. Mark walks over to the door and opens it. In steps Ty Ty, 26, Haitian, a Central City native that Beverly and Mark get their festival MDMA from. Ty Ty, hey yo, you been good? Ty Ty daps up Mark and walks in. Mark, yeah dude, just chillin'. Ty Ty walks into the living room. He's got a backpack slung over his shoulder. Beverly, Ty Ty, what's up? Ty Ty, how you doing baby? Ty Ty puts his backpack down and unzips it. Beverly, so how does eight grams sound? Mark, eight, don't you think that's a lot? 
Beverly, it's not all for us, dummy. I'll sell some at the festival. Ty Ty, shit, if you want eight, you might as well take all my weight. I got 15 grams for 1,200. Beverly, fuck, that's a deal. Ty Ty, yeah, I gotta get rid of this shit anyways. I'm moving back to Baton Rouge next week. Beverly, oh no, why? Ty Ty, shit's too expensive over here now. Beverly, oh, sorry, no, this is Mark talking. Mark, Beverly, are you sure we can sell 15 grams of Molly? Beverly, well, I don't have to do everything myself, do I? Mark, what, what are you saying? Beverly, I'm saying, let's buy all of it and let's both sell some. Then keep enough for each other. All we need is four grams between the two of us. The rest is just profit. Ty Ty, hey bruh, that sounds like a move. Mark, what do I know about drug dealing? Beverly, what do you know about waiting tables? This will at least help us with rent. Well, you look for a real job in the meantime. Ty Ty, so we doing this or what? Mark takes a second to think. He looks at Beverly. Her face is signifying that he doesn't really have an option. Mark, fuck it. Let's do it. Beverly smiles. Great. Beverly takes cash out of her purse and hands it to Ty Ty. Ty Ty, lit. He begins to unzip his backpack. Beverly, thanks, Ty. Ty Ty, all right, peace. Ty Ty daps the both of them up and walks out of the door.